Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Let's get it. Welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Train Em Up exists to equip young parents and discipling their children, helping them to be intentional, encourage imitation, and give instruction. My name is Joshua Chapman, and I am here with my beautiful, beloved bride, my baby, baby, Stephanie Chapman. Thank you. Thank you always for making me blush for the introduction. <laughs> I appreciate it shorter. <laughs> Babe, how are you doing tonight? Well, sweetheart, I am exhausted, um, but also like outcast, I'm feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? <laughs> I, I don't know that reference, but that's <laughs> a, a song by them. I believe it. <laughs> uh, yes, you teach me new things all the time culturally. So thank you. <laughs> How you doing, sweetheart? I too am very tired, but yeah, this is totally a worth it thing to do. So Amen. excited to push through the exhaustion and yeah, get into this episode. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of getting into this episode, sweetheart, what are we talking about? Yeah, we are talking about none other than the gospel. Yeah, 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 yeah. The gospel. Yeah, no better topic. Mm, so. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Well, babe, why don't we get to it? And so what is the definition of the word, the gospel? What yeah. does it mean? Yeah. Great question. Always good for us to be clear and define things. True. The gospel is a message of good news. Mm, yep. Yeah. And we know that good news, as you'll get into, to be about Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, and what that means for those um, who hear it. Or Amen. just for anyone, but yes. Yeah. yeah, it's like, in fact, Eongelion. It's one of the very... <laughs> Eongelion. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. But it's one of the very few Greek words I remember from there my Greek classes in <laughs> seminary. Um, and yes, it is a message, the good news. In fact, it is the very message that Jesus proclaimed in the inauguration of his earthly ministry as he began um, in Mark chapter 1. It says, after John was arrested... Jesus went to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. Mm. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. That's great. Yeah. And the apostle Paul, he unpacks the content of this good news in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 and 4. In fact, he calls it matters of first importance. He says... For I passed on to you as most important what I also received, that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures. That's really helpful. Yeah. And so this message, it is of most importance mm -hmm. and the content is about Jesus Christ, yeah. the Messiah, the son of God and what he did. He died as a substitute, as a sacrifice to save sinners. And Paul says that this is according to the scriptures. Mm. And so it is rooted in the Old Testament. That's good. You know? Pro Proto-Evangelion. Come on Evangelion. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you okay. go. The first gospel. Okay. Look at you over there. Okay. <laughs> Looking good too, <laughs> spitting that good stuff. But yeah, Genesis 3.15. You know, um, yeah, the first gospel mentioned where, you know, after sin enters the world, God promised that the seed of the woman would come and crush the head of the serpent and the serpent would bruise his heel. Mm -hmm. And so this is reference to Christ coming to reverse the curse through suffering. That's good. Um, and 
I mean, you think about Isaiah chapter 53. Yeah. My goodness. Like it just describes yeah. the suffering servant who Jesus Christ fulfills mm-hmm. in that his suffering is a sacrifice for sins um, in that he was buried. He's sinless. He buried and he raised for he was raised from the grave. Yeah. And so this is the gospel of God. And this gospel is good news for all of us who have sinned. And what is this good news? Speak it. it. I'm about to speak this thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it is that God is holy and he's the creator. And he created us um, for relationship with him, to obey him, to give him our allegiance and affections for he alone is good and worthy. Mm. Um, But man has rebelled. Man has rebelled against this holy and righteous and good God. Um, Sin has separated us from him and we deserve his holy and just wrath as the penalty for our rebellion. And there's absolutely nothing you and I could do or no man could do in and of ourselves Mm -hmm. to free us from um, the wrath that we deserve to save us from that. We can't do anything, no matter money, no tithe, no church going, no matter Bible verses that you read, like none of these things can uh, deliver us in and of itself from God's judgment. We need a savior. That's right. And we're not the savior, Hmm. but God, but God, come on now, but God in his love sent his son, the eternal son of God became man, walked this earth perfectly obeyed. And then he suffered and died on the cross as a substitute to save all who would trust in him. He bore the judgment that we rightfully deserve. Cursed is one who was hung on a tree and Jesus bore the curse of sin. When he Mm. hung, he died, he was buried. And three days later, he rose victoriously and he saves all who trust in him by the grace of God. Any sinner can be saved, but they have to trust in Jesus Mm. Christ alone for salvation, turning from their rebellion, placing their hope, trust, confidence, faith in Jesus Christ alone, and we can be saved. This is the gospel. This is the message that the church is to preach. The message of good news. It is very good (laughs) news. Paul says that he is unashamed of the gospel, and so should we. Mm -hmm. In 2 Corinthians, Paul says, chapter 5, he says that, you know, we are ambassadors of Christ. We are messengers of reconciliation, imploring people on behalf of Jesus Christ to be reconciled to God. That's good. And even as you say that, as you're, you know, referring to 2 Corinthians 5, that's what we want to do even right now. Mm. This is not normally, you know, how we talk to our listeners, but we want to implore you, if you haven't turned from your sins and placed your faith in Jesus, you know, maybe you're listening to this podcast for other reasons, but we want to stop right now and say, there is nothing greater you can do than turn from your sins and place your faith in this gospel Mm. in this good news that Jesus truly can save you and that he is the only way for you to be saved. Amen. Um, and so just that's our commercial break, but we, <laughs> we really do want to implore any who might not know him yeah, to yeah. turn from their sin and trust in him. Amen. Amen. And so babe, seeing that this is a podcast on family discipleship, why do an episode on the gospel? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
because we should no <laughs> this is true we definitely should yes. <laughs> you know but as we say this that this is the greatest news you know the message of good news is the gospel um and so as parents you know we believe there are some key messages that our children need to be hearing from us yeah. regularly yeah yeah um you know just to name a few they need to hear from us that they are fearfully and wonderfully made mm. you know there's going to be the culture is going to try to tell them what their value is found in. Mm -hmm. And so we need to help remind them that they are beautiful. They are handsome, that they even more than that are fearfully and wonderfully made because God has made them. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, matter of fact, I saw one Christian apparel, uh, would say that you're dope by design. So swaggy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I kind of wanted one of those shirts. Yes. Dope by design in light of Psalm 139 that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. And so that, you know, that is a message we need to be regularly sharing with our children. Yeah, we need to be yeah. sharing that we are proud of them and not just for what they do, but just for who they are, mm. you know, and maybe it's even we're proud of them for getting back up when they fail, when they fall. Yeah. We're proud of them for being courageous to try something new. Yeah. You know, um, just that idea that we are proud of who they are. Also, even more than that, that we love them mm. and that we love them with an unconditional love yeah. because they are ours, yeah. you know. And yeah. as good as all these messages are and as much as we need to be sharing them, how much more the gospel. Ooh, come on. And especially as we talk about family discipleship, we need to be sharing this good news with our children. Amen. And yeah. so, yeah. yeah, that's why we're going to be doing this episode. All right. Um, yeah. You know, and also we've kind of mentioned this before, but we are commanded to make disciples. And our children need Jesus Christ to save them. Mm -hmm. And so... We see modeled in scripture that Jesus loves children. Um, we love Jesus and we love our children. And so we want to labor to introduce the children who we love to the Jesus whom we love the most. Oh, wow. And wow. so, yeah, yeah, they need him. And mm -hmm. so may we labor to introduce him to them. Yeah. You know, even as Ephesians 6, 4 talks about that we are to train them up, to instruct them that the gospel is the main instruction we need to be placing before them. Amen. Amen. And to hop in, like, man, our children aren't Christians right now. We pray for the Lord to save them. And, man, prayerfully the Lord will. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even if they do become Christians, mm -hmm. they still need the gospel. Absolutely. I need the gospel. I need the gospel, <laughs> too. Paul says in Romans chapter 1, verse 15, that he was eager to come to Rome to preach the gospel to Christians. Hmm. You know, and so it's not just unbelievers who need the gospel. Believers need the gospel daily. Mm -hmm. You know, we need it for our own hearts and lives. And if our children get saved, they need it. You know, we don't want this moralistic behavior modification, but we want gospel transformation. That's good. That's you strong. Know? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And this makes me think of an example from when I was a teenager. Yeah. Um, in God's kindness, my brother and I both became Christians when we were nine. Yeah, praise God. Yes. Um, but when we were teenagers, my brother's two years older than me, but when we were teenagers, I distinctly remember one day in high school, my dad sitting us down in our basement and having a very serious conversation with us that he wanted us to make sure we were grasping and living in light of the gospel. Mm. And he was breaking down for us again, that the gospel is about Jesus being our savior, mm -hmm. which he believed we were really striving to trust in and live in light of, 
but wanted to also impress upon us the importance of Jesus being our Lord, mm. that, that being saved, repenting of our sin and trusting in Jesus means not just trusting him for salvation, but entrusting our lives to him, mm-hmm. submitting under his Lordship. And so just to your point, yeah. Yeah. my dad parenting us, sharing the gospel with us, even as children who were Christians mm. at that point. Amen. And so, yeah. And that sticks out to me 20 years later, yeah, you know, wow. so man, praise God, yeah. praise God. And another reason why we want to do an episode of the gospel is because it is just central to the Christian life. Mm-hmm. You know, as you survey the new Testament, um, so many things are just grounded in the gospel. You know, Paul grounds humility in the gospel mm-hmm. of Christ. Philippians the son of God. Yeah. <laughs> Philippians two, the son of God becoming man, yeah. you know, uh, marriage, Paul grounds marriage and the roles of husband and wife in the gospel of Christ. Mm-hmm. Ephesians five, this mystery is profound. And I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church mm-hmm. love is grounded in the gospel. Forgiveness is grounded in the gospel. Caring for others, bearing one another's burdens is grounded in the gospel. Galatians chapter six, purity, you know, sexual purity in the area of sexual holiness is grounded in the gospel. First Corinthians chapter six, you were bought with a price. The price is Jesus's blood. Mm. So glorify God with your body. You know, hospitality. Okay, you better keep going. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. I can do a whole thing. I can keep going, but I'm not. But I'm going to keep going for a little bit. Yeah. Hospitality <laughs> is grounded in the gospel. Hope in the face of death mm. is grounded in the gospel. Paul says we grieve and not as those without hope. And why? Because Jesus Christ died and he rose again from That's the grave. First Thessalonians 4. Fighting sin is grounded in the gospel. When you think about um Romans chapter six, how we are no longer enslaved to sin, but we've been freed because Mm. of Jesus' death. And even when we sin, the assurance of pardon that we need to hear to be Mm. reminded that, you know, God has dealt with our sins, that is grounded in the gospel. Mm. And so like, man, the gospel is so central to the Christian life. Man. That's so good. You know, KB on his podcast, Southside Rabbi, they have all these sound effects. We need to get our hands on these <laughs> because I would have been hitting all these <laughs> organs and organs and organs while you were playing, while you were preaching that. Well, so babe, we can't afford that right now. <laughs> it's probably just a free app, but <laughs> anyways, yeah, we won't know how to do that, but so good. I mean, that was just so encouraging. Um, and it's just a great reminder is we need the gospel in all those ways to share that with our children because they do too. It's good. You know, as we think about sharing the gospel with our children, I think it's important for us to remember that we must first know the gospel and believe it. Mm. And wow. Yeah. I mean, just to sit in that for a minute of, May this gospel be something that we are meditating on mm. and living in light of, yeah, yeah. Um, because we can't share what we don't have. That's true. You know, That's and true. and even in light of that, as we are striving to share this gospel with our children, the the prayer and the hope is that we are living our lives before our children 
in light of this gospel truth, um, that the gospel would have such an impact on our life mm-hmm. that we are displaying forgiveness to our children because we've been forgiven, come on, come that on. we are being patient with our children because God is patient with us. Mm. Now I can preach. Do you want me to keep going? No. <laughs> I'll stop there. But yes, may we be parents who really live in light of the gospel before our mm. children. And one other thing that I want to say to this is, you know, as parents praying that we all do believe this, we can believe this and still struggle with clearly knowing how to share it. Yeah. And that is okay. That is normal. I think, you know, we've been there. We've talked yeah. about this yeah, before, how sure. the Lord has placed people and ministries in the church yeah. in our life to help us. Yeah, shout learn. out to Campus Outreach. Campus Outreach from EKA. Come on. Uh, my former pastor. Yeah. You know, and so... People have come alongside of us even years after we've known the Lord to help us more clearly share the gospel. And so there's no shame in needing help to learn how to more clearly share this with our children. Yeah, facts. In fact, this is where the church is extremely helpful. Yeah. You know, because the church has the responsibility to preach the gospel. And, you know, pastors on Sundays or preaching the gospel and applying the gospel to us. And it can be easy to check out when it's like, no, 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 stay focused, you know, in hearing that gospel, we need to hear it. And not only that, but when pastors are addressing unbelievers in the gathering, you know, it could be tempting to check out, but that is a great opportunity to be instructed Mm. on like, man, this is how I can be sharing the gospel. And we also need to hear that same message, um, to be reminded of what Jesus has done. Um, and the, God, and the church is also helpful when you think about discipling relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, man, if you, in discipling relationships, y'all can just go around and try to sharpen each other mm-hmm. in the presentation of the gospel. That's good. You know what I'm saying? It's really good. Um, and, and the church is also, like, man, for us, we require, you know, prospective members to explain the gospel yeah. in the membership interview because if you're saying that this message, you believe this message, you're saved, it's, it's it, paramount importance to make sure that you get the message right right you know because so much is at stake absolutely you know paul even says there are false gospels out there Mm -hmm. and so we want to make sure that our members believe the true gospel uh as as we're preparing to bring them into membership yeah um and even as we oh i'm sorry no you go ahead even as we think about how this really is the greatest news we can share it's like then we want to make sure our kids are hearing the correct Absolutely. <laughs> version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if someone wants to read a resource on a man, a really simple one, a good one is, what is the gospel by Greg Gilbert? You know, Greg Gilbert, he uh, is a pastor in Louisville, and he, like a good mechanic, he's breaking down the integral parts of the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just God, man, Christ's response in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, just walking through that and so it'd be really helpful to read that's good and so yeah well babe why don't we talk about our rhythms in the chapman crib okay um about the gospel and so why don't we do this together and i'm gonna let you kick that thing off. all right let's do it yeah so you know i would just say that our main desire is that our home is saturated with the gospel Mm. um that yeah it's a place where the gospel is shared regularly and there are a few ways that we strive to do this. Now, some of these that I share, I will do very briefly because we've already done some episodes on these. Okay. And if you haven't heard them, we'd love for you to check them out. 
Um, but one way that we try to saturate our home with the gospel and share the gospel with our children is through scripture memory and through choosing scriptures for our children to learn with us that clearly explain the gospel. Yeah, yeah. You know, another is catechism. As we seek to catechize our children, we've noticed some of the questions that are coming up are clearly explaining the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so trying to help hide those truths in our children's heart. Um, Yeah, helping them to memorize those that they may stick with them for a lifetime. Come on. Another is our huddle time, our family worship time that we strive to do daily. You know, as we read a passage or a verse of scripture, we try to connect that scripture to the gospel, that our children um, will hear how all of scripture does point to Jesus Christ and what he has done. You know, another would be corrective discipline. You know, as our children sin and we need to have a moment where we are calling them out on that and pointing them to, you know, what does obedience look like here? Yeah, yeah. Through corrective discipline, we can help them understand that they have sinned, Mm -hmm. um, but that they didn't just sin against their sibling who they wouldn't share with or who they hit, but that they first and foremost have sinned against God Mm -hmm. and that they need God's forgiveness and that the only way they can receive that forgiveness is through trusting in what Jesus has done. Um, And so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a visible reminder to help them see their need for Christ um, now I do want to caveat this. Okay, there is a, give the caveat. Yes, there is a pastor. We got to sit in on a, a parenting course by him, and he made a point to say, discipline is a great opportunity to share the gospel. May we always include it, but may that not be the only time mm. we are sharing the gospel with our children. Wow. Because we don't want them to associate getting in trouble with the good news of the gospel. Mm. Yes, associate it there, but also associate it when, yeah, we're just enjoying time together yeah, as a family. <laughs> so, Yeah, for sure. And um, another thing I would probably say is music. Oh, yeah. We love music. <laughs> yeah, we love music and we play a lot of it in the home. Yeah. Uh, we don't all play, we don't always play Christian music, but that is mostly of what we play. Yeah. And we want to saturate our home with songs that proclaim the good news of Christ. Yes, absolutely. It, yeah, we have an eclectic playlist um, to where, man, it's hymns, gospel, CCM, Christian, like it is, like like yeah. Paul says, hip hop, hip hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, I appreciate that. CHH, yes. absolutely, hip hop, KB, Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. And hip hop. And hip hop, yeah. <laughs> hip hop is included in songs. There you go. <laughs> yes. But yeah, and so like, man, we definitely want our kids to be so familiar with songs that proclaim the gospel yeah. of Jesus Christ to where they're singing those songs on their own. Yeah, and there's a lot of good children's music yeah. that also is yeah. just very gospel-centered, yeah. you know. Shaolin, so. Shane and Shane, got really good stuff, you yeah. know, just to name two. Yeah, lots um, of good stuff. And so definitely music. Another thing is resources. You know, we love to read and we would love for our kids to uh, love to read. And we're very intentional in reading books to our kids. And with reading books to our kids, we're intentional with the kind of books that we read. And And there are so many good ones out there. So many good ones. Um, And and of recently, so many good ones with really good ethnic representation. Yes. Just huge. Huge. I praise the Lord for that. Excited every time we see one. Absolutely. That's actually one of the main things. Content and then, you know. Character representation. Character (laughs) representation. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. so, but yeah, like, man, there are really a lot of good resources like Love Gave, you know, the biggest 
uh, storybook Bible, 40 pictures of who is Jesus, big truths for little hearts. You know, I can go God's very good, big idea. Um, man, there's just so many. And we definitely plan to um, include a number of these resources in our show notes. Uh, we would love to give them away, but we can't afford that. <laughs> and so we go put it on the screen and let you buy that. Yes, we can maybe <laughs> give you some links and yeah, <laughs> we'll read it, it alongside of you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But yes. Not in an audio book kind of way, but just know no. that we'll be reading those things with you. Yes, <laughs> yes we would love to, yeah, put those links on your phone. Facts. Um, but yes, resources are so helpful and they're so kid friendly. Yeah. You know, they do such yeah. a good job of sharing the gospel in a way that engages our children. Yeah. You know, another way that we try to saturate our home with being focused on the gospel is when we as parents need to confess our sins to our children. Mm, you know, when we yeah. are impatient with them, yeah. when we do lash out in anger, uh, when unkind. we, yeah, when we're unkind, when we ignore yeah. them because we're on our phone, whatever it may be, as we confess our sins to them, may we remind them, you know, that we need Jesus yeah. and that yeah. we can rest in his forgiveness because we've trusted in him. Mm-hmm. And so confessing our sins to them. Um, we also now do kind of a bedtime blessing yeah. that includes the gospel. And I'll let you share that for you get to put the kids down a lot more than I do. But. Yeah. Well, I read a book a few months ago about Justin Whitmill Early. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And one of the chapters was dealing with you know, this concept of bedtime blessing or benediction. And so we began to do this with our children. Um, and we just say, you know, we rehearse it, um, say mommy and daddy loves you no matter what you say, no matter what you do, who loves you more than mommy and daddy. And they say, God. And then we say, yes, God, So much so, he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for sins, and Jesus rose from the grave. Rest in that love. Mm -hmm. And so every night, um, we conclude our time with them with a presentation or reminder of the gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we want to rehearse the gospel often. What's also important, uh, another thing is the importance of the church. Yeah. You know, the ordinances. Yeah. Um, you know, two ordinances, baptism and the Lord's Supper. These are these these are visible proclamations of the gospel. You know, baptism, you know, that this person has died with Christ, they've been raised with him. Um, and so you get to see that through immersion. Yeah. And and then the Lord's Supper, you know, had the elements. The bread represents Jesus' body. The juice represents Jesus' blood. And so as our children witness baptisms, as our children witness us taking the Lord's Supper, you know, we get to, it puts the ball on the tee for us to have conversations with them about the gospel. Yeah, that's so, so good. You know, and as we kind of share what are some regular rhythms in our home. Um, we just kind of want to end this episode with some encouragements to you. Yeah. Things to think through as you strive to place the gospel regularly before your children. Yeah. You know, the first one we would say is that it's important to teach them the gospel now, mm. you know, to read them yeah. scripture now, Come even on. if they're, chi- you know, if they're children, of course they're children. <laughs> they are children. Even if, <laughs> You know, they are babies. If they are infants, we we love to talk about how Timothy was acquainted with scriptures Scriptures from from infancy. infancy. But we just want to encourage you to be reading scripture to them, to be sharing the gospel with them 
as early as you can start and pray for future conversations that you can have with them where you get to unpack it. Um, They are not too young for you to begin sharing this good news. Um, And as you start young, this will help give confidence that you will be doing it as they do get older. Um, You know, any type of rhythm that we do, the more we do it, the more confident we will be that that will be a rhythm later in life. And so we just want to encourage you to to start doing it now because life only gets busier. And Mm. so get that worked into a regular rhythm now. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I even think of that in terms of you talk about with people who might want to go overseas and do missions. You know, one thing you always encourage is who are you evangelizing now? What internationals are you trying to get to know now? Because if you're doing that faithfully now, there's a greater confidence you'll be doing that when you Mm -hmm. go overseas. And in the same way, we just want to get on it now, start now. Um, And so I think that's, yeah, just a huge encouragement we have for you. Yeah. Another one I would say is, man, to be faithful and clear, Mm. you know, in the gospel, be faithful to scripture. It's important that we get the gospel right. Yeah. You know, we don't want to preach a false gospel. Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of them. There are a lot of them. And we don't want them to believe that. Yeah. You know, because Paul would say in Galatians 1, you believe a a gospel contrary to the one that Mm -hmm. you received, be accursed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so like, man, we want to be faithful to scripture. Mm Mm-hmm. In proclaiming the gospel, um, so get it precisely yeah. right. Be accurate. Yeah. That should be our goal yeah. in faithfulness. Yeah. And as we shared earlier, there are so many people and ways where you can receive help in that if yeah. you're unsure. Yeah. You know, and this is really my story. Um, as I said earlier, the Lord saved me when I was nine, and I can remember when I I went up to my parents and I told them that I wanted to be baptized, and so what they did was set up a meeting with them. And then with the children's minister at the time, who mm. I knew, and he, our, our pastor, strived to help make sure I understood the gospel mm. clearly. Yeah. Um, and the Lord used that to open my eyes, to hear that gospel presentation, and to trust in it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Amen. just that importance of making sure our children understand it through a clear presentation. Amen. Um, and with clarity, seeing that, you know, our audience is our children mm-hmm. and they're young, simple phrases. Yeah. Let's be sure to use simple phrases. You know, God is holy. He is set apart. He is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, we are sinners. We rebel. We disobey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we want to, Jesus is God. You know, we want to avoid uh, phrases like penal substitutionary atonement. <laughs> over the head. <laughs> you know, way over the head. It's like we want to commute. We want to explain those things, but we don't have to use the words, yeah. you know, or hypostatic union. Mm-hmm. You know, like, man, we just talk about how Jesus is truly God and he's truly man. Yeah. You know, so simple phrases. And the thing with this is as you strive for faithfulness, as you labor towards clarity, the reality is you will improve with reps and putting forth effort, Mm -hmm. thinking through these things. Um, It's like exercise, you know, like, man, nobody goes, nobody, no, no wise person would go (laughs) to the bench and just load this thing up when you ain't even lifted before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Start with the bar. It's okay. Ain't no shame in the bar. Ain't no shame in the bar. (laughs) You're dope by design. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Ain't no shame in the bar. But like, as you put forth the, the work, 
as you improve, you begin to put more weight on. It's the same thing. Like, man, as we're faithful and labor towards clarity, we will progress over time in the Lord's mm-hmm. kindness. And I, I think two caveats very quickly. One is if you walk away from a conversation with your child and think that was confusing, that wasn't very clear, that was probably over their head, you can rest and trust that God can still use that. Yes. And in the same way, you could walk away thinking, that was the clearest gospel presentation I've ever given. That was so kid-friendly. And yet God has to be the one to turn on the lights yeah. for them. To, yeah. to to grant faith. Yes, to grant you know faith and transfer them into the kingdom of his beloved son. Yeah. And so we can rest as we share mm-hmm. to just be faithful and trust yeah. that God will be the one you know, if, if he wills to save them. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And on that note, like if you feel like you botched it, you know, Lord willing, you got the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage of it and be faithful. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that'd be our encouragement. The other thing is like, man, breaking it down, you know, um, was super helpful is God, man, Christ response and, you know, learn verses that addresses these uh, parts of the gospel that you seek to present it to them. Um, this would be helpful in breaking it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and can and go slow through that. You can go slow yeah. through that. And yeah. So, so, yeah. So good. You know, another kid-friendly way to break it down is those little beaded bracelets. Yeah. Um, you know, where we've got the different colors and they stand for different parts of the gospel message. Yeah. There's just so many. There's Pinterest probably has a ton of ideas, too, where yeah. you can, in a kid-friendly, visible craft-like way present the gospel. Yeah. Um, and also the bridge diagram. The bridge. Yeah, which, <laughs> Shout man, out to CO. I love sharing through the bridge. That was like my go-to. Same here. Got a pen, got some paper. Yes. <laughs> yes. But Roman even, 623. There you go. But just that idea we're talking about where, yeah, you've got that huge cavern in the middle, um, just this cliff, and man can't get to God because we've been separated because of our sin. And yet when you draw that cross, it connects those two cliffs. Mm, um, and yeah. And so just a visible picture to put before them. Yeah. And even my pastor, he taught me how to share the bridge as a teenager mm. on a napkin. And I still have that napkin. Oh, wow. That <laughs> mug is probably hard as a rock. Uh, and you probably throw that thing away. No, I don't <laughs> think napkins get hard. <laughs> well, even when you it's talk very about protective. the bridge, um, <laughs> I didn't know what a cavern was until you. Just I don't know explained. if I do either. I don't think that was the correct word, but you know, we got to keep moving. So I couldn't. It was like cavern. I don't know what that is. I don't know. You know, like a cliff, but. I'm tracking with you. But I'm yes, the bridge diagram um, is a great way to be able to share with kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, as we finish up here, we also just want to encourage that you would keep in your antenna up for ways to talk about the gospel. Yeah. Um, one in, in particular that we've had more recently is. Um, Sadly, my granddad passed away last fall, and this was probably the first death in the family that our son has kind of been more aware of, mm-hmm. and he's asked many different questions about granddad since his passing, and it has really opened the door for us to be able to share truths about the gospel yeah. and the reality of what the gospel means for granddad's life because yeah. he believed in it. Yeah. Um, and so again, just looking for opportunities to go there with your children. Mm, Amen. And the last encouragement would be to, man, as my wife started about, started out with regularly share the gospel and talk about it. You know, um, our children, Lord willing, they would only have like 18 years in our home, you know, and if they live a long life, they will have more years outside of our home Mm. than they would 
inside of our home. And so how much more should we seek to make the most of the time that they have in our homes under our care? Mm -hmm. And so may we take full advantage of it by faithfully persevering in proclaiming the gospel to our children, um, whether it's at the dinner table. I know that's what Crawford Loritz used to do mm. with Brian and his siblings. I remember reading that in the book, The Dad Difference, you know, whether it's huddle time, wherever, however you want to do it. But man, may we be faithful in taking advantage of sharing the gospel in our home, praying for our children to trust in Jesus, mm-hmm. um, because we want our kids to be so familiar with the gospel when they leave our home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That it is just on their, like it, it is in their they mind. They can't get it out of their they head. They can't get it yeah. out of their head because of how regularly we proclaimed it yeah. with them. Yeah. And so. So good. Yeah. Well, y'all, um, this is bringing our episode to a conclusion. Man, thank y'all for rocking with this. Man, if you are helped by this content, um, you can help us out. And hook us up uh, by doing the three L's. Oh, you know, my goodness. Yeah, the three L's. Not three LW, you know, the R&B uh, group, but the three <laughs> Another L's. Another one I don't know. <laughs> Another one I don't know. You know them, the gals on the tree, the cheetah gals. Oh, that was okay. with Raven. That's okay. three LW. Okay, okay. Yeah, come on now. But the three L's. All right. I just have to point out, <laughs> I thought we made it through an entire episode where we didn't have any alliterations. But he can't help it, y'all. I can't he help cannot it. help I it. I can't help it. I can't help it. So the three L's, y'all ready for this? First is, the first L is like. Uh, wherever you listen to the podcast, like it. Um, yeah, that'll help us out. The second L is leave a comment. Uh, and we mean by that a favorable comment, an encouraging <laughs> comment. Like if you ain't feeling that mug, you know, you can love us by not leaving a comment. or Direct message us. Yeah, DM <laughs> us. If you're going to excoriate us, just, just, just send that to us in private. Um, and then the third L would be to lead someone to listen um, to this podcast and so share it. That's good. You know, I'm going to add a fourth. Okay. Let me join in on the alliteration come on, fun. Come on, come on. Four I L's. would say listen and keep on listening. Wow. If you can just mm. stick with us and journey with us through each season, that yeah. would, yeah, we would love that. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for rocking with us until next time. Grace and peace. Grace and peace.